Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To Let's love. Plathville, Plathville, welcome no, to Plathville. No, no. <laughs> y'all, he's too lazy to write a song, and we don't have a song yet because he's been saying, trying to have sex. I. <laughs> he's been focused. Can you on blame me? I can't. Uh, <laughs> so we don't have a song yet for this Plathville. This show. is not Plathville. I don't know why I sung that. This is this is Nine Day Gaze. This is Toe. This is Toe. This is Toe. You distracted me. Now people are going to think it's a different thing. God damn you. We did. I'm sorry if I ruined everything. Um, I'm not actually. (laughs) You're not. Y'all, if I ever say if I ever say I'm sorry like this, I'm sorry I ruined everything. That's a Southern way of a non-apology. He's not. <laughs> we have a song for Plathville that's all planned out. Someone just needs to rewrite the lyrics. If you want, I can do the lyrics. No. Well, yeah, then, we've, we've experienced that before. Well, then maybe, you know, we need Lots to. Lots of uh, near rhymes. Not be so picky. And well, Christina Rao and I know what near rhymes are. And near rhyme is better than no rhyme because that's what we have now. <laughs> you know, fair. And I've been read. <laughs> Y'all, I've been read. This so, is Toe. This, this is, is Toe Part Two. We're sorry. We're thinking of Plathville because we're starting to catch up, and we're excited of our oh. Plathville that's going to drop on Wednesday night on our Gatreon. We've got, we just got that. We've got Southern Charm this week. I just want to say about Plathville, you guys, if you've been resistant because oh, it's just one of those families with a lot of kids, you're wrong. It is about. It is about. Uh, it's a cultural show. It's a show about kids realizing who they are. It's a show about 
parent relationships. It's, I think the show, and I'm, I think the show is brilliant. I can't believe wow. I'm saying it, but it's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. I fucking hate mom and dad, by the way. Yeah, they're gross. Ethan and Olivia, fantastic. I could watch Ethan and I would watch a whole show about Ethan and Olivia, to be honest. And then, so Mariah, uh, Micah, Ethan, Olivia need to get their own show. Because I could give two shits about the other kids. Maybe, well, maybe Lydia. Until Lydia <clears throat> goes crazy and Lydia's going to go, like, has her first sip of alcohol and then, like, blows every boy at the church social. What? Oh, you meant Lydia, not me. I'm sorry. Sorry, I got, <laughs> got confused there. I thought, whoa. I'm telling you, all the older children are are very, very, very compelling. It's it's and Micah's fun to look at. It's like he's nail. 18. He's eighteen. He, he is eighteen. It's like nail. They're all discovering something for the f- dick in the wind. <laughs> Discovered it for the first time. Dick in the wind. Dick in the wind. Um, y'all, we're also, before we jump in, we want to remind you that we do have Southern Charm. That's a separate podcast. We've dropped it this week because we've got several Carl's wives that keep asking <laughs> us where the show is. Y'all, um, don't be a Carl's wife. We is. had someone in the squad today. And if someone, someone doesn't Carl's know wife. what a Carl's wife is, I don't know if we ex- <laughs> You're you know just going to learn. If, if you're a, if you ask who Carl's wife is, you're a Carl's wife. This is true. This is true. If you remember the first episode where Carl's wife made an appearance, let us know and we'll let people know. But um, so we've got that planning on. So Southern Charm is going to be, it's a different feed. It's called Sweet Tea. Look for it under, or if you actually look up Southern Charm, I fixed it today. If you look up Southern yeah, we Charm, are. we're like the first podcast that pops up. We did show up under Southern Charm, but we did yeah. not show up under our names. That yeah, was, so and now, we, now it's fixed. Now it's fixed. So you can check that. And then, y'all, we've got a crossover with the uh, with the Cray Cray with Kim and Kyle from Cray Cray. With the Cray Cray girls and boys. We're going to well, be talking girl and boy. Girl and boy. We're going to be talking man about, and woman. Yes, man. Oh boy, man. man. Oh God, I wonder what um, Kyle looks like. And and also, you guys, like, you know, oh, like a, the brawny man, but with darker hair and just that voice. Where are we? I see him as like a little bit like a cleaner version of the dude from the Big Lebowski, but in a oh, really, really sexy way. Oh, I see him more as like was a hot football player and now he kind of has dad bod. So he's just kind of like uh, like the guy who was the coach on Friday Night Lights. You know, uh, all of your all of your fantasies come from porn. I will so. not take that from you, Mr. <laughs> I broke my computer with my porn downloads. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to do a crossover with him because next week, right now we're doing Love After Lockup, but next week we're doing Life After Lockup. And they're, they're going to fill gonna, us in. Yeah, they're going to fill us in on some of these people that were on past seasons Fucking that we disasters. don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So- I want to say, and also you guys, remember, we have an our Come Name Us contest. Come name us. Come name us. Come Not name come at us. us, but come name us. We you need to be named. Name, name us. We need to be named because long, as we've the said. Whole sex game. Name me. I think you all know the story now, but basically because of legal reasons with Discovery, we need to change <laughs> our name. So click on the, if you look on your show notes, there's all the rules there. If you name us and your name wins and we choose your name as the new name of our show, we will fly you out to a live show of your choice in the continental United States. And you get, you get two tickets. Two tickets for you and a friend. Your friend has to pay for their own flight. Yeah, on Spirit Airlines. Um, And like we said, contiguous U.S., Alaska, fuck you. 
Hawaii, not a chance. Hawaii, not sorry. Um, that shit's expensive. <laughs> I mean, all I around. Mean, LA to Hawaii, six hundred dollars. I I love our Alaskan and Hawaiian sissies, but you're fucked here. And we may think about flying you if you're Canadian and you're from Toronto or Vancouver. Maybe. Depending on what coast to show you pick. And you know what? I'll fully take responsibility for saying no here. If, and, if you're too far. Yeah, I'll probably convince them to do it. I'm or gonna... if you're in Idaho and you have to take three regional airports to fucking get to a big one. Fly live chicken airlines. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I'm picking on Idaho. You have to take a bus with a bunch of militia members in it. Probably. Um, <laughs> probably. I think power. <laughs> okay, I think that's all of our announcements. Let's get to the show before Boodles gets into a weird territory. So, no, Idaho's full of crazy, like, white supremacist militia people. That's just, it is. That's that's it, the truth. It is. <laughs> it is. All right. So, anyway. I think that's our announcement. Can we of, talk about a reality speaking, show? Yes. Yeah, speaking of Kyle... And Kim, I want to bring back something that Kyle said with one of the very first episodes I was listening to. to this has been months ago, God, years, possibly. Years. Um, where he said about Ari, who we're going to talk about next, she's going to be very divisive on this show. Yeah, and he guess was what? Right. He was dead on. He was dead on. Um, we've had – it doesn't matter if it's Reddit or our Facebook page or anytime people are talking about the show and we get to Ari, huge di- divergent opinions, and there are now two camps. And mm-hmm. that's not cool. Uh, I, I, I get it. I can actually see both of their points. Um, but you should not hate the other side. On Reddit, someone said she should die, die in a fiery car crash. I don't wish Ari would die in a fiery car crash. No. 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 On the other hand, I don't think she's a complete victim in this either. And it's a shame because her husband's cheating on her and she's just going through. It's just all postpartum depression for her. That's not accurate either. That's not accurate either. It's like I said last episode when we kind of teased. Y'all got to remember, Ari was a dick before she had a baby. We hated the bitch before she gave birth. She was a dick. So she is going through postpartum depression. She's going through probably, she's going through one of the most difficult parts of her life. And it would be, and she was still a dick before. Totally. Postpartum depression is real and it it is brutal and it is severely encroaching upon a woman who's recently given birth life. And she's still self-absorbed before. So I think it can be. Both things. You know what makes me it can um, be and yes. What makes me kind of sad about Ari and I, I knew this intellectually, but I think now because in the squad we see we're you know we love these people and we see and we become familiar with our sissies and on you know we have all our friends. So they're you know these become people to me, not yeah. just statistics. I just I knew one and two and three and four. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I know. I knew that wom- women get so stigmatized with having kids and postpartum depression and things like that, but I didn't realize it was so bad that even before we drop an episode of our podcast, now <laughs> yeah. when an episode airs, so many women are so scared and are messaging us saying, "Don't come for our because they're so." And I don't. I'm not. I'm we actually. Get, we get so messaged by that, and I'm like, man, that is so sad for me that so many women go through this and it's beautiful that women want to protect her. And, and, and so, but it just, it makes me sad though, that, that women have been 
just yeah, so they, they feel they have to do it. And, and I don't, and I kind of understand where they're coming from. Oh. Um, I, I think I would do that if something like happened with uh, Armando and Kenny and I had a pocket, I'd be like, please no, don't come for the game. I'd like, be doubly hard on them. That's, but that's, that's me. But no, I'm saying if I was listening to someone who wasn't gay, if it was like two straight guys and I would want to be like, Hey, or two mm-hmm. women before you judge this, you're just not that way. I am that way. I would do that. Yeah. I, you know what I am? I, I, uh, I can, I can take it. Like people give me, I, I get, I don't get hate mail, you guys, but I'm pretty, you know me, I lay it out there. Exa- you, I don't, I don't really pull any punches about how I feel about things. Um, so I get tons and tons of, I wouldn't call it hate mail. People come coming for me about things. I love it. I love mm-hmm. to talk about things. If you want to um, Instagram me in, or message me on Facebook, I love talking about things with people. What I will not respond to are, po- are posts like shaming me for things. Because we then we don't we, get that from sissies usually. No, no, no. no. I've gotten them from some Instagram ones. Mostly it's things that you shouldn't talk about that. Things that I should not mention on the podcast. There's a couple things. You know, I've said this before. As soon as you mention something, you expose it to sunlight, and then you can process it better. Yeah, there's where you should yeah. talk about everything. I don't give a shit about what you think about. <laughs> anyway, I have I've I'm all about coming at me, um, y'all. I have a pretty thick skin, um, unless it's about my weight. I was gonna say, um, don't. Uh, did you smell uh, yourself fat? Because you're gonna regret that. Unless it's about my weight, or maybe my age. The but anything else, <clears throat> anything else is fair fucking game. Um, yeah. So let's let's jump into this because I I want to get into I'm and and you you said that before she was a dick before she had a baby. She's she a was dick. yes. She's y'all, been a dick the forget. whole season. Yes, she is postponed, but she came over to this country <laughs> as white savior. In a privileged rant. Let me privilege yeah. white savior. Get hot black man in Ethiopia to be my baby so I can wear cute African clothes. That is literally why the yeah. fuck she did this. And I will say, um, y'all, her mother, when she visited, her mother was 110% correct. Yeah. Her mother even told Binyam, you know, Ari, you going to be okay with him being away at night when you're taking care of the baby? Sure. But she wouldn't say no to her mom because that would be admitting that her mom may be right. Her mom may be doing the told you so dance. And I mean, her mother's always right. Oh, God. It's been always right. The mother, the mother said, are, are you going to be okay with him being around these girls at night in these clubs? All these girls are beautiful because Janice was basically Begging Ari to make the decision to break up with him, <laughs> basically the whole yes. Time. But Janice is knows that she, she knows tells daughter. her to do it. She'll rebel against her even more in a worse way. <clears throat> and granted, yeah. Ari had no idea of what she was getting to, and I think Janice knew that too. Because when we start the episode, she's it's he's got this sweet little baby cry, which sounds sweet to me. But if you've been hearing that for twelve hours, <laughs> it might not be so sweet. <laughs> doing it. She's breastfeeding basically continuously. So yeah. I, as um which sucks. Oh, I'm no, sure. As one of this is not my words. This is from one of my girlfriends who's recently had a baby who said, I just feel like a cow. I feel like a milk cow in a dairy farm. And I love my baby, but at the same time, I kind of just feel like a piece of food. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm and sure. It so sucks. and it's constant, and Benium can't do this, so it's all on Ari to do. So she is 
by far, I'm sure she is really sleep, sleep deprived. She, she probably just needs as much help as she can. And I, and I don't really feel like she says this, she says, I'm not getting what I need from you. She says that because she has enough, you know, kind of uh, wherewithal to say that honey, he's never going to be able to provide you that. He's never, because he's a man-child. He's not even a man-child. He's a child. So they need to find some way to meet in the middle. She, I think she needs, I think she, I think she thinks that he is more, either more empathetic or more understanding than he is. But I think if she says, I need to do blah, 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 blah on a list, that might be the best thing. But because she lives in this kind of world of fear, she's afraid to put too many things on him at the same yes. time. Um, but she also then can't hold it. Exactly. So when she's it's the, perfect the storm. anxiety of holding it, then she just vomits all these things and these expectations yep. of him. And Bidium feels overwhelmed yeah. by it. They are not speaking the same language. Not the fact that he's speaking um, – uh, it's M. I'm saying it wrong. M. Harabic. I'm. I'm going to say that completely wrong. Uh, and she's speaking English. No, they both speak perfectly fine English. They're just yeah. They're not they speaking just the same don't, language. Yeah, yeah. It's just so, she's she's needing validation. She's needing him to say, "I love you. I will help you with the baby. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Um, thank you for for everything you're doing for me." And it's just not in him to do it. It's well, just not. not not in him to do it. And it's also in him to criticize. Yep. It's like criticized about her milk and shit like that, which was oh, so that low. was awful. That was yeah. awful. So I, you got to think of Ari still. We that was two episodes ago. Ari still remembers that conversation. Oh, she probably thinks of it. She's cataloged it all. <laughs> but and I don't even mean like the Like I meant like in an emotional. It's hurt her. And she probably thinks of it every day. Mm-hmm. And when. She the baby's hungry again, or the baby's not latching on. She hears that in her head yeah. that she's failing, and that's what's heartbreaking about this. And you're so right. She just needs someone. She just needs him not only to be there for her, but to tell her she's doing a good job and that she's a good mother. And we aren't seeing that. And and she's so afraid in a way, even though I, this is gonna, this sounds weird, you guys. She's so afraid of not being the cool wife or the um, or the non nag. Uh, even th- she's going to be the worst possible one. Yes, because we see it happen this time. And it's sad because it seems like she really is doing a good job, actually. Yeah. And again, I'm sure this has to do with postpartum uh, unleashing the worst parts of her. I Poss- am possibly, but she acted this way before, though. Too, yeah. she would hold things uh, before. And I'm frankly a little tired of people saying, you know, give Ari a break. You know, this is a show, and we comment on the show. No, I think she's going through hard times, but I also think she's an adult. And she um, stepped into this conversation uh, or stepped into this uh, life, and maybe she didn't know better, but it's – it's boy, she sure is. I'm going to – there's one quote near the end that tells me everything I needed to know. But let's – so – He's he's working during the day, I believe, mm-hmm. and then he's working at night in the club. Yes. And she complains about her. I think he uh, – obviously, she's lonely. Who wouldn't be? Oh, yeah. Um, she's lonely for sure. And, but she doesn't want – she doesn't want his sister and some family friend over because, damn, they are the worst gaslighters. Well, they're the worst <laughs> gaslighters. And I want to say again, I'm, 
she talked about breastfeeding being hard, but she actually said to, she said breastfeeding is difficult for me. So that's, if you're not a breastfeeding, you're, you already, there's a lot of guilt and shame about yeah. that when it doesn't go well with women. I just want to tell women out there, if you're breastfeeding and it's hard and it doesn't work out, fuck it. You do what you need to do to feed yeah. your baby. Don't put that on yourself. Your baby can thrive formula whatever you want let that they go. have all kinds of formula let two days. gay men tell you something validate <laughs> you about something we know nothing about and that's why i'm i'm just i'm saying postpartum exists i'm sure it has a factor i want to talk about this bitch this bitch's behavioral issues goes but b- farther back than this that's true so um, wish and artemis are there y'all um i i think artemis is like is a contestant um the library is open for artemis a contestant oh, on drag Race. she's just this bitchy queen no 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 no. i mean the, the guy yeah yeah artemis she is she artemis is this bitchy bitchy queen and first of all ari didn't even invite them over and the the thing is, sent them and it this is the hard thing that i definitely feel for ari in that the cultural norms here are so different. It seems like from me as an outsider watching this, but from the little bit we've got from Ethiopian culture, they are, they are very communal and very, there's not a lot of personal boundaries. And Ari is someone who says, I'm, I'm a, a private, private person, person. in yeah. the United States. We often have, especially where Ari is from, people have much more yeah. personal. Like we have, like my <laughs> aunt Peggy, she'll show up at my mom's <laughs> house and be like, And that just happens. People do that where we're from. Um, I want to point out, though, that we've had a problem with this in the past of Americans just expecting people to respect their boundaries in other countries. And you need to adapt to the country where no, you're you in. you need to adapt, but I'm saying just in the – this I, is – I get you. I'm saying – It's another thing she didn't as, – right. um, as we learned with uh, Brittany's friend, Angela <sighs> – Angela did a simple Google search and 10 minute article to read about Jordanian culture. I don't think Ari ever picked up a book. Yeah. I, I'm not even sure of that. I just don't, I, I think she just expected to be herself and to take her own mores with her mm-hmm. in, um, and I don't want y'all, if someone showed up at my house and said, we're here and, and, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you need to leave after 15 minutes. I would make mm-hmm. up some excuse like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got a trick coming over. However, when uh, so anyway, there's Wait a minute. You've told me that. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. I mean, let's talk more about the show. <laughs> um, not. I don't do it with you. I don't do it with you. Okay. Thanks. Um, promise. Uh, so they're basically saying things like, "Yeah, there. He's working in that club. All those beautiful people." And the the wish and Artemis are just going. He's around is, those beautiful women. You know when he met his ex there. It's so gaslighting. So awful. It's horrible. Yeah. The oh. fact that they would do this to a new mother. That is, and also why would Wish do this, knowing that she could take her brother's child away from her? I feel like yeah. it probably started out as good natured, but Ari is not in the mood to joke. And, and I, never, I, ever. Yeah, it's just not what she does. Um, she's a and very it, serious person. She is a very, yeah. and she takes things too seriously. And when Artemis even says, you know how he feels, you know, that foreigners are his type. Yeah, he met his ex in the place like that. That is so, it's just horrible. Yeah, it's, and it's, 
It's the perfect storm, you guys. They are they're creating a fucking monster. And it's Ari, going to blow up. And uh, well, we see how it blows. And Ari yeah. feels this way, and she says, you know. But then she says something like, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe you would be with somebody and say she's like i feel like benny would do something stupid and not realize it and i'm like you know yeah, she said people are stupid and they make stupid decisions i'm like which i agree with but don't but be that's with how the, you I feel would, about your, your the father of your child that just was so sad to me um yeah. and then she, artemis thumbs it up and says well i'm sure he'd want to be here but life is life it's tough <laughs> Yeah, but you're right. What a shady queen. She was a shady, shady uh, bitch. And then they, they start to leave. They're like, I guess we're leaving. She's like, you're going to leave me alone? And then and then she says, and which like, it's midnight. <laughs> it's So I, I feel like, and this is one other thing I wanted to say. I feel like, wow, I think the crew has had it and the story editing has had it out from her from the beginning. Because... She has been, and, and I can kind of look a little bit past it, even though we we don't like her. But boy, she's been painted as the fucking villain of this season. Yeah, she really has gotten the Tania treatment. Even Brittany, even Brittany, until this past episode, was given a little bit of rope. <laughs> well, but I think they, Brittany gets along with the crew and like jokes around with them and has fun. Yeah. But Ari, again, you know that she I, takes herself been, very seriously. She's very introverted. Um, mm-hmm. And she's very and she's very shy. She's not confident. Again, I think we, we you or me says for she's the worst type of personality to move Ugh. to where she's moving to the have worst. a child. It you really could not, is. You could not chosen a worse life. To, it, to yes, yeah. and it's 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 heartbreaking, but it's also kind of like, well, this is a lesson you chose, girl. You're going to learn this one because she needs to learn and remember that. Honestly, y'all. Ari needs to live five minutes from her mother. Yeah. And, you know, this This has all happened when she was on her, like, fucking eat, pray, love. Mm-hmm. You know, to first to Argentina, then to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, then to fucking Ethiopia. I did she's that. But eating, mine she's was, praying. She's loving. Mine was more of an eat, pray, lube. <laughs> Definitely. My my, <laughs> put that on some wall art. That needs to be on a poodle home collection poodle. My, mine was more of a suck, fuck, oh god, <laughs> oh god. Y'all come at us if you want to eat, pray, lube shirt, <laughs> written in pretty, pretty uh, uh, cursive eat, pray, handwriting. Lube. Eat, pray, lube. So, uh. So the parents are coming. She's completely excited, which of course she is because they're her support. They're yeah. her one thing, and you see her light up. And and this and she says, and I totally blame postpartum for this. She's like, and they, I know they are one hundred percent on my side. <sighs> no, I don't think that's just postpartum. I don't. I think yeah. that again. I'm going to go back to she was a dick before, and I'm going to say where <laughs> she was a dick before is. The way she talks to Bidium uh, when he's putting that toilet seat together oh. about putting the fear of God into him about her parents. Like, you need to call my father, Dr. Weiss, Weissman. Dr. Or Weinberg. Dr. Weinberg. And like, are you nervous? You should be nervous. Yeah, she was she so, it's, he has already met her. She was so uh, setting him up to fail. Yeah, I kind of agree. She, and, and I thought, this is not what. That why do you think Benningham is cheating on you? Because y'all, he is probably, I, or he's close I to it. I don't know. Um, 
I I don't know. Um, I don't know if I he's cheating, I, but he's dabbling. He's flirting. I think he's flirting. I think and you're I think right. Probably for work. I think he's probably just flirting it just for money. But when you have someone, I want you to think about that, y'all. If think you, about y'all, if you work in a club, if you work in a club, you are flirty with everyone you meet. I mean, Poodle, what would you say to your significant other if they were about to meet, meet Mother Poodle? Um, don't look her directly in the eye. <laughs> and... Don't make any sudden movements. This is not a good example. <laughs> don't don't make any sudden movements. <laughs> if she does charge you, just uh, hold uh, your hands be, up and try to look tall. Yeah, be, just uh, submit to her, and it'll be fine. Um, no, I. You know what I would tell people? Uh, I would say, have fun, be breezy. Don't let her trap you because she's going to do that. Um, you would prepare them, but you would also encourage them and want yeah, them to feel would, good about the situation. I would say you're going to be fine. She uh, didn't do that at all. No. Well, it was really, it was really, I thought it was cruel. A lot of this is to punish him. Yes. A lot of, yeah, a lot of this is to punish him. So yeah. he, when she says there and he's fixing the toilet seat and she's like in the doorway kind of menacing and he's, she's like, there's something I need to get off my chest. And I was like, Okay. And I was like, where's the popcorn? So she's like, I'm very lonely here. Yes, that's true. And that is valid. He's working a day job. He's working a night job. And and Janice was right. Janice knew she'd have a problem with that. Yeah. And it sucks. And she should be able to say that. She should be able to say, I'm lonely. It sucks in the in the position that we're in right now. Yeah. And he said, he he should say, you know. I know you're lonely and it sucks right now for what we're having to do, but I'm just trying to, I will do whatever I can to make you not feel lonely at night. If that's maybe like, if it's like me texting you whenever I can, you know, that should have been what he said. Instead, he's like, I don't know what to do. You know, he's clueless. Because that is what Benny does about life. Yeah. I don't know what to do. And so that he's makes not her worse at all. That makes her worse. And he's like, you know, it's complicated work. And I was like, I flashed back to ass drums and piano leg. <laughs> a butthole. Oh, a butthole. Oh. <laughs> I, I will say ass drums has, was maybe one of my favorite things this season. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I will say, I mean, it's, I think this is the most, even more than Brittany and Yazan, this is the most mismatched couple oh, I think I've, we've seen on our, really bad. on our 90 day fiance. It's really bad. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, <laughs> there's been some real losers. We haven't seen season two yet. We're about to jump into season two on our Patreon. So um, I've heard that's pretty horrible. Yeah, there's been some real losers. Uh, so then she says, you know, I don't trust you. And then we find out that she's been looking through his phone while he's asleep. And he gives her, I think he gives her permission to do this. I guess. Um, this is a red flag. For, this is a trigger for me because this is, this is, I was in a relationship where someone uh, said, can I have your password to me? Um, And I was raised with this idea, not that I was ever cheating. Mm -hmm. I was raised with this idea of privacy. And if, and if you're asking, if you're, unless you're 
husband or significant other says, here's my phone, here's my password if you want to – to ask for that um, signals a trust issue. Well, uh, yes. I mean, and, and it also signals no privacy at all for Binyam. Well, here's the deal, y'all. If you're – as someone who's cus- coupled – Several, quite a bit of uh, someone who's counseled several uh, couple clients um, and had them. If you're asking to see the phone, it's already too late. If I you're at, totally agree. If you're asking to see the phone, the trust is already gone, and seeing the nothing on the phone is not going to give you trust. It's not going to help you. Yep. So if you're asking to see your boyfriend's phone, you should be going to a couples therapist already, or you should be breaking up. Because or, it's gone. Or talking to them and saying, you know, I don't trust you. I feel like you're doing this on my phone. And then maybe he would show you. But mm-hmm. I promise you that's not going to help your trust issues. Because I have a I have a passcode on my phone because not for my boyfriend, but because we just don't want our phones to get lost. Yeah. But um, with that said, he knows it. He can go into my I, – I sometimes have him go into – I'm like, will you pull up this app for me? And he does that. We do that on each other's phones. So – um, we do stuff like that. I think we the trust is there, but it's also, but again, it's not about the access to the phone. It's the fact if he ever had to ask me, what's on your phone? Yeah, that would, and that 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 happened to me. Um, it was, can I just see what's on your phone? And it was, it came from a trust issue, mm-hmm. and I knew it. And that he was saying, let's. He he was the same one who said, let's get off all the apps. And I'm like, okay, sure. So if you, know. you do, if you do open that phone, the first thing you do before you look for a text or an app is you open that camera and you turn it on <laughs> selfie mode and you take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, why do you want to look in that phone? <laughs> That's what you do. Because you got um, some questions, Angel Girl. This was the Angel Girl. Angel Girl. Was- Shout out to Della Reese. When you walk Rest in peace. A Angel Girl. Uh. But I, I had someone say uh, in in a relationship, it's like we let's 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 just not let's delete all our apps and everything like that. And like, and I was like, we've been dating for like four months. I'm not deleting my, you know, it just it felt a little much. Like, it Which just four felt- months to me it seems like it. Four months to me sounds like a good amount of time for that. However, it's that's my my version right. of time. This one, y'all, a caged tiger needs about two years before she's going to cancel an app. I'm just, I'm like prowling the sides, y'all. I'm like a tiger. I'm like just going against every side of it. Like, where can I get out? Where can I get out? Where can I get out? But this was, you know, it wasn't four months. It was probably like two months. Um, yeah, it's early. And, and it was kind of like, and he kept bringing it up and bringing it up. And I said, if you want me to like take it off my phone, I will. I said, but I'm not going to like completely sign off i said uh it's because that would signify a huge commitment and i wasn't ready to make that yet Mm -hmm. um but he assumed that it that i was fucking other guys instead of just asking me because you were but he wasn't i wasn't i wasn't oh i I, I but you weren't monogamous and you still weren't fucking other guys i we weren't monogamous but i was not fucking other guys because we said we weren't going to oh 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 Y'all poodles, it was, she gives her word. She gives her word. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, 
the whole phone so, thing is a yeah. huge breach of trust. It, Y'all don't yeah. do that. Don't ever do that. And that really happens later. So, but um, um, anyway, she uh, says, "Oh, I know that see, happens now." Yeah, let me see your phone. phone. Let me see your phone. He gets a text message. He could be deleting something. Who knows? Y'all. Something that she might. He's deleting something. Yeah, sorry to talk over you, but he's a terrible liar. Yeah, this is why I don't know if he's cheating on her per se, but I think that he is. Um, like she was deleting said, pictures of him with girls and probably flirting, flirting for work. Yeah, and like the it was. Again, y'all, um, Benham's not the best actor. He doesn't even no, look natural not. playing the Astrums. <laughs> so, like, um, that was not a and, good sign. And I think that she, I don't think, I don't want to call Ari the crazy wife here or no, the crazy no, 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 girlfriend. No, no. And no I'm, you weren't saying that. Because yep. I'm saying I think that she does have just cause to feel yep. like he is not emotionally with her the way she wants him to be. Right. Now, notice what I said. Not that he's cheating on her, but that he's not emotionally present where she wants him to be. I totally agree with that because he doesn't have the skills. He does not have the skills. Yes. Um, I, and she says, I never considered myself a jealous person. You I are. Oh, you oh. are. Oh, come on. At least Poodle will admit it. I'll admit I'm jealous. I sometimes, oh. I'll say I won't, but I can be. But not as much. You are. You are. You are. It's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't care if he slept with another guy unless it was a redhead. I would flay him. <laughs> I I don't get. You know what? I'm I'm I say that I get jealous, but I'm really not. Um, until uh, until I feel slightly disrespected, and then watch the fuck out. So because you wouldn't I call me fucking Cruella Deville? Yes, because like, you wouldn't call me at three in the morning and tell me to bring a knife to slash someone's tires. Yes, I would do that <laughs> in a second. I would get even. I don't get mad. I get even. Um, so uh, she basically says, you know, um, I need to see your phone. I need to see your phone. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. She grabs his phone. I gasp. You don't do that. I I absolutely gasped. Um if I would he looks scared him, when she grabs the phone, oh, y'all, we saw oh. a black man turn white. I mean, the color drained from his face, and he looked horrified. Oh my god! And then he said something like, "Well, some." And this is where it was like this was not good. And this was again going back to dickhead Ari, y'all. I'm gonna <laughs> remind you um, when he said something she about a turning, dick. When he said something about turning off her phone, and she's like, "I told you, don't fucking switch off your phone." <laughs> Don't take a photo. So, y'all, if someone's at work, wow. they can turn off their phone. My my favorite thing. If there's though, an emergency, she, said, she could call. She could call the club manager, and in the middle of the Astros, we hear all that boom, 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 boom. Hey, Beniam, Beniam, you got a call. It's uh, Ari on <laughs> it's your uh, wife line your three. Well, you get through beating that ass if you just could go. Go to the back, Benham, and pick up line two. Okay. Pick up line two. Dial nine. Dial nine to get out. <laughs> when you finish playing ass drums and piano leg, yeah. go go to line two and dial nine. Um, I I will say as well. Oh my god! Then she says, "Why don't I just like go through this and call every number?" And if a girl answers, I'll say. You know, I'm his girlfriend. 
I'm and she said she mama. did this once already. <sighs> and that the woman hung up and I, I just I just feel and and if if Binyam had this the emotional skills to calm this down, it would be a different story. But he just doesn't. No, y'all. Yeah. He's I don't the, know. They're the worst together. They're the worst. She needs Dr. Phil to calm her down. Yeah. Like you know I'm what? not a Dr. Phil fan, but How? like she needs someone who is versed in this and all of this sad. You know what this is all about? Yes, Ari might it might have postpartum. Yes, she might be stressed. Yes, all of no, that. No, she definitely has postpartum. I agree. Yeah, but yeah. you know what this is all is about more than anything? She wants a way out. And I agree with you. Yeah. And I think even more so, she says to him, you know, um, I want you to make sure and make a good, good impression on my parents because I'm really worried about my dad meeting him and thinking I've made the wrong choices. It's all there. It's all you guys. If you have a baby, if you're pregnant and you move to Ethiopia, you have to let go about what other people think about your choices, especially your what father. What other people think of you is none of your business. And they're they're there. Your father has flown all this time. He works. <clears throat> she, she said he works all the time. This is a huge deal. When she and said you're he finally, worried about what he thinks. And when she said, well, when she said he's always working, and, he, and the way she said it was kind of passive, where she's like, and he finally took the time to actually come. The way she said it, I was like, oh, someone has daddy issues. And and so Binyam meets the mom and dad, and she's already met, and he does say Dr. Weinberg, and then they're like, call him Fred. You know, they, exactly. they dispel that. He's like, call me dad. And and Dr. Weinberg, uh, Fred has, says he's like, he's kind eyes. He looks like a great guy. <clears throat> so anyway, they're like, off to this, see. I just want to say something. I bet Ari always tells her friends, maybe not as much as her mom, but I bet she does this when she was younger. She tells, talks to her friends how horrible her parents are. Totally. And then her totally. parent, her friends meet her parents and they're like, I love your mom and your dad. Your parents are so nice. And she's like, yeah. Well, this is all about her opinion of herself. Yes. And if the dad mm. likes Binyam, she's made a good decision. She's not a failure. Um, because that's what she's trying over and over again in her life to establish. Who uh, because I, is the girl <laughs> I see? Uh, so... And I'm sure, and she has siblings, and she's probably the youngest. And I, she's I, probably I think, the one that's been the most problematic and hardest to raise, who's definitely. had the most difficulty. Definitely. Um, so uh, then he pulls, then Benyam says, and this is, and he says, oh, I forgot. I guarantee you he did not forget. No, he, he did not forget. terrified to tell her that he had to work tonight. Do you think he was either terrified or – yeah, I think either he was terrified or maybe he wanted to – I think he was terrified, actually, yeah. Um, and it kind of sucks that he has to go to the club. However, However it's a dick move. It's terrible. It's terrible. However, my thing was it's, he's not going to go to the club until like 9 or 10, and you know mom and dad are going to be like he asleep said, by then. He actually <laughs> said after they went to sleep. So probably what he's going to do is go work at the club late, come home late, go to bed for like four or five hours, and then get up and spend the rest, you know, maybe, yeah. or maybe he won't. And, but I get it. It was it was a dick move. It was a dick move to say it. Yeah. It was, of course he's terrified. And he, it, and that's the thing. That's where it goes. And that's where 
Ari is not crazy because I bet you Ben Benium again you called it earlier he can't take responsibility about anything so he can't take responsibility about his kids but he also can't take responsibility for his own mistakes so he can't say oh i'm so sorry i forgot about this or oh fuck i've got this thing he always makes excuse well i forgot or yeah this happened he'll be cute about it he's like yeah i'm sorry i forgot so it's all these little white lies that he tells Mm -hmm. and so this is what's laid the groundwork for ari to feel like he's cheating on her and Wow. I, we just we, read we, them. We, we've been saying this the whole time. They could not be more mismatched. Yeah. They just, she really does need someone who's going to check in with her all the time. <clears throat> and he needs someone who's not going to question everything he does or question anything he does. And that has her tubes tied. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> I think I'm done with them. I'm y'all is next is next episode the last episode of the season? I don't think so. I think we have um, We're going to go Well, this is 19. This was 19. So, so 20, usually it's 21, 22. So uh, No, 1 and 21 and 22 are the are the uh are the reunions. So I think but oh. it didn't say next week is the finale. It didn't. So maybe it's course, longer. Maybe it's extended because know. of corona. I don't know if anybody from Matt Sharp or TLC listens to us. And I know that it's been, y'all been dealing with y'all this. Y'all need to do better. <laughs> but I have to say, planning out what's happening with your episodes is the most fucking confusing thing ever. And maybe it's TLC, but we have no idea what the fuck is happening. I, no, we don't. Um, I think now is a good time for a commercial because I have to pee. Okay. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. 
When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky blaze. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you 
So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Y'all, Poodle just, we were laughing because he just, <laughs> we, we actually posted it. If you want to listen, this oh, uh, second episode of Southern Charm, we so it just kind of happened. We realized that po- Poodle just got another cameo because people keep coming out of cameos because they want him to, re- uh, to they recount. They want Civil War letters <laughs> that, that, his, that I write from Southern Charm. <laughs> well, there's not Poodle. It's not what he wrote. It's his grandmother, Poodle Boudreau, Poodle Boudreau Remington, Remington. <laughs> Remington wrote. And we read a couple of them in our this latest Southern Charm episode. So if you see people talking about that, be sure to listen to that second episode and That's, subscribe to Sweet I'm, Tea. I'm, I'm, I'm writing things like, Dear Elizabeth Monroe Esquire, it was lovely receiving your letter. <laughs> you, you need to learn the, the fucking Ashokan Farewell. Uh, or maybe that's, that's Dances with Wolves, isn't it? No, yeah. it's, it's you need to learn it. You need to suck my dick. <laughs> Never. Never. Um. So yeah, come at me on cameo if you want a civil war. <laughs> and if you want to know what we're talking about, listen to the sweet tea episode. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's so ridiculous. I'm in Columbia, and I'm my Columbia. mom, my mom is here too. My- <laughs> so cheese Can't stick wait and to sniff her butt. And May Lisa, uh, her and Mama Cheese Stick and Aunt Carmen are there, Robin and they've just landed in Columbia. Columbia. <laughs> my mom and my Aunt Carmen are here in Columbia. <laughs> in Columbia, I will Columbia. never get tired of him pausing before. Yeah, my mom and my my mom and my Columbia. <laughs> now I will. He picks him up. You guys, Columbia looks. They're in Bogota, That's right? Gorgeous. It is. Uh, Medellin. No, they're in Medellin. Medellin. Oh yeah, because they're by the ocean. It is beautiful. Or Medellin, as he says. Medellin. It's beautiful. I want to. It go. is. I want. I want to go. Come at us. I want to go, Chris. I know you're Columbia, but you live in the United States, so we can't come. I mean, you live like in Maryland or wherever. That's we. We want to go see some sissies in Colombia. And if you're a male gay sissy, Poodle really wants to come see you. And I have a feeling their dicks are huge in the whole country. I'm here for know. it. I don't know. There's a lot of, um, you know, Colombia is a pretty like. I have um, a feeling about these things. Patriarch or not patriarchal, but um, because uh, of the what they call them mestizo and whites and all, they yeah, have like this whole indigenous peoples mixed because with there's white. a lot of European there it's and a lot European. of and and a lot of you know they're not Europeans hey, from the Dick Riviera. They could be mixed little ones. Is best mixed is best. I'm just saying. Um, so French guys don't have big dicks. That's a lie. Um. <laughs> That's a lie. 
That's a goddamn lie. <laughs> Not been my experience. Um, German boys, it can go either way. But French boys, mm. it's usually – they're always uncut. Ich bin um, shorter. You don't, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen when when a French boy takes down his pants. You don't know what's going to happen, in general. Well, put that in a quote, y'all. You don't know what's going to happen when a French boy takes down his pants. Maybe we'll say French like, man. Probably better. Probably better. Probably better. Um, it's like a, like a jack in the box. You don't know what's going to pop up. Um, let's just get to this. No, no. Let's just boing. Boing. So. Uh, mom, Robin, and uh, and and Aunt Carmen are there. And as my Lisa says, I love Robin and I do care about her. Uh, but last time I saw her, she wanted to call the police on me. So my Lisa's never gotten over this. Uh, he's very happy. To, she sticks so happy to see his mama. He runs basically to her and jumps on her. He does. Uh, Whereas they, Robin is kind of they interview her. How do you feel? And she's like, Well, there were some uncomfortable moments. In that argument. I feel like Maylisa took everything much more to heart. Maybe that's just because culturally where she is. Like, she she doesn't like anybody confronting her or talking to her. I think she's a little more... I think she's just... Uh, I know she was cheated on. I soulless. get it. <laughs> yes, soulless. But I also think that she's... I don't know. I fully don't have it thought out yet. It's not self-involved, but it's self... Um, she does not like things done to her, and she does not like. I don't think she likes um, not being considered always. I think that's true. She and doesn't so, like being the princess. She needs to be the princess. Yes, and that's and think of it. How would Melissa's mother act if Melissa oh. and Queen Bruja? Because her mother is the same way. So you see where she gets it. Her mother is. It's all about me. Yeah. And how would? The mother be if she saw Tim and Melissa get into a fight, she would come after Tim. Yes. And so Melissa has no you guys, if I got into a fight with my partner and his mother's there, y'all, I know his mother is gonna take his side because that's your fucking mother. Yeah. I don't uh, y'all, if Poodle was in a fight and he was like <laughs> Yelling at the boyfriend who was in the trailer, and Poodle's like threw the toilet from the yard up there. Was because that's where we would bottles. live. Yeah. Um, if Mama Poodle came up, Mother Poodle came up there, she would help Poodle make that Mazatov cocktail to throw in that <laughs> <Mazel> trailer. <Tov. laughs> Whatever. Did I say Mazatov? You did. You did. You said Mazatov cocktail. <laughs> I hate this job. <laughs> <laughs> y'all it takes everything i have not to scream and walk away what is a cocktail uh manischewitz mazel tov manischewitz and uh sparkling water oh it's oh boy there is no such thing and you're a ridiculous person but still, um, Mama Mother Poodle would come in, and so so she would. would Mama Mar actually. Uh, so she basically and and Dowd, Mother and Dowd, uh, basically says, uh, you know, how are you guys doing? How's things? And she's like, it's it's getting better. It's it's getting better than you know, um, 
And she's like, it'd be interesting to see how things transpire, which is shady. Shady. Uh, I was kind of there for it. So she's going to sleep at her parents. And I don't mom, find mom this. She's, yeah, mom's like, well, been a long day. Yeah, she does say, been a long day. Been a long day. I don't think this is as weird as they seem to because they're not married. And I would not. I would not sleep with my boyfriend at my when my parents were staying with me. That's just me. I yeah. think you would. Really? But no. I think you because I don't know if and I'm almost saying this is this isn't like a dick. I probably would say that, but then I think once you're at at your age and I think that just it's just easier. It's and um I think that it it depends on how long you've been with them, but I think once you've been there with them for a long time, like that would. But seem, we're not married. I, I know, but I've been with my boyfriend for five years now, and it would be weird and feel like I was actually. And so, and I think this is what Robin and Tim kind of felt. It was as if I asked Kyle to do that. It would almost feel like I was taking him out of the family and not including him. But and, you didn't. You didn't ask him. She did it. I know, but I'm saying. For Robin to feel they have, I know he cheated on her, but they've been together for a while. So it's kind of like, wait a minute. Um, this is, you're, you're taking yourself out of the familiar, familial picture when we came here to do this. It, I can see how she could, it could be rubbed the wrong way and I, just seem I weird. I feel like it was uh, – I feel like she was trying to – because they, they they had been not as close. And so she was thinking it's a little weird for me. I, I think I should get some distance and I should be with my, with my parents' house. And that way I can visit you instead of staying in the same house with you, which I will say in Latin culture means a lot. I, I, I think it – but there's something in my gut that says I think it's a little bit more of her punishing the mom for mm-hmm. saying that to her. I think – and I oh, think it's coming 100%. from that. It's 100%. not coming from this uh, – I think she's it's a, punishing. She's a summoned vengeance demon, you guys. She wants to punish Cheese Stick, poor, dumb animal and Cheese And she stick. wants to po- poison Robin now too. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> yo, Cheese Stick is a moron. Even though he can speak a lot of Spanish, Cheese Stick just needs to be with some lovely, dumb girl in Texas. Not who even he to, meets at church. Yeah. Some they meet like in McKinney or Grapevine. Yeah, they oh. go to that Grapevine. They go to that Rainforest Cafe at the Great Mall, Great he, Grapevine Mills Mall. That's your favorite place. They love that Rainforest Cafe. I love the Rainforest Cafe. It makes me feel like I'm sleeping outside. It's exotic <gasps> there. So you can hear the birds while I'm eating my chicken piccata. <laughs> Rainforest Cafe. I'm dying. Um, but you guys, Cheese Stick loves exotic women, but he wasn't meant to be with one. It's yeah. just, it wasn't in the cards. Mm-hmm. Mom knows that too. I'm sure she's probably the craziest sex of his life. Um, in a weird way, she just does things that most of the girls he's been with don't do. Uh, when he was there at his Kappa Alpha fraternity, do you think so? Because uh, I don't know if he would have cheated on her. You know that's true. Hmm. I, I because I'm telling you this, Russ is never going to cheat on Paula because dude. she does freaking. She let it in the butt. Oh yeah, he's like this woman. 
Going home, I'm yeah. going home. You know, I can honestly say if I was with Paola, I wouldn't cheat on her. I don't think so either. <laughs> Y'all, we're only on season one in our Patreon right now. So right now, Paola, we think is fun. We haven't gotten to crazy Paola oh, yet. It's going to be terrible. We know it. We know so, it. They the next day they are I kept running out. This is so boring. Why is TLC subjecting us to this? The next day they are going to the market. It was boring. And uh and they're going to meet May Lisa there. She shows up in a cab and uh the mom is like the and cab Tim driver. even says she's like, How did you sleep? And Tim's like, I would have slept better if you're there, because you know, usually I hop on the bed and then I do a couple of circles <laughs> and then I, I dig on the sheets a little bit and then and I, I curl up in your back. Bit. Yeah, I curl up in your back and <laughs> I couldn't do that this time. So I just laid there. Oh gosh. Uh so she does say oblowing lace to the uh to the cab driver and of course melissa being a snob she thinks that's awful and honestly my mother would do something like this and you just have to roll your eyes because oh, my mom just would a- get- Hola. How- he would talk back to her and she would say uh-huh i'm fine she's like can you get me a quesadilla for lunch yeah quesadilla call me say dc diet dr pepper <laughs> come on say dc sonic yeah no sonic there's not a Sonic in Columbia. Come at us if there's a Sonic in Columbia. I doubt it. I doubt it. So anyway. So, uh, they go to this lovely market with tons cute. of fruit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and Robin's like, well, I was surprised to see this because I, I'm going to still do Robin as uh, Tim. I was surprised to see yeah, this. What she does kind of have. Robin is, uh, she's pretty, but she's also like, she's very like a, a Nordic, like, just like. The way she talks is very. Um, she's lived a life. Yeah. Also, she's a little bit Western too. Yeah. It's, I, 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 you know, I was I, I was surprised to see this because I really I I thought Colombia was all about drugs and crime. I'm like, you've been watching Narcos too much, honey. Uh, well, in her generation, when they really learned true. about Pablo Escobar and things like that, yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying it. I'm not. It's not now. I don't really know. I think Colombia is pretty oh, safe. Oh, I think now. it's a lovely country. I, no, I think I yeah. Go. I think it's very safe now. I think we don't know. Chris will tell uh, you. Our moderator. So, um. Uh. She basically says. Uh. Melissa kind of says. You know. Did you mean it when you said? Uh, or Pachistic actually says. Did you mean it, Mom, when you said we weren't good together? Well, because Robin said it's important for her to clear the air, clear right. the air. And mom is like, you and know, Tim's like I, holding both of them in the middle, and he's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this was such a non-argument. Um, yes. We never got to the real meat of the, it, it was a yeah. non-apology. And Maylisa, she's like, but I love you, Maylisa. I love you. I love you as part of my son. And she's like, I just want to make sure you're both happy. And Robin says kind of a really bitchy thing when Tim says, do you think she was not right for me? And Robin says, well, I I just feel if you don't think you can rectify it, then maybe it's, you know, it's time to move on. She did say that. She did. And, and that was not really a very immediately after she's like, but May Lisa, I love you. And I want you and I want you guys to get married, have all kinds of grandbabies. And, and then, then she's like, wait, yeah. Wait, we're not going to do wait, that. Wait, wait. I'm never having children. You know I'm a vengeance demon, right? I can't yeah. actually bear children. 
Tim's like, oh, uh, I, got, I got two strong-willed women on my hands. Yours. <laughs> Let's be frank, though. Melissa is going to punish Tim until he leaves her. Yes. Like yes. every single moment is about punishing him. Even Melissa said, I appreciate that she reassured me, even if she danced around it. Which she kind of did. I'm not. Robin kind of did. If they stay together, y'all, Tim will never have another happy day. Never. Um, maybe, maybe in four to five years when she, he, he should, he should let her, he'll never be able to do it. If he let her cheat on him while he watched, it might somehow equalize things with them, but maybe he, not even then. No, I think he would just cry. Yeah. And then lick the other guy's butt. And then he um, call, call his uh, therapist and she'd say, Tim, we <laughs> talked about this gay stuff. I did that therapy. You're going to go to hell now. Where is my cardigan? <laughs> oh, that stupid, terrible therapist. Um. Anyway, shall we move on to... There we go. Um, I'm make, he's making the shrine pretty. We don't even need chicken wire. <laughs> um, so they can finally be married, even Jenny though Smith, y'all, Jenny, even though Smith's parents are completely and utterly against it. Yes, that uh, yes. that's a minor detail. That uh, yes. he tells her later, she's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? How are you gonna tell? How are you gonna tell?" Them? Yeah, because he's basically he's starting to submit. This is really short. They don't have a lot, but he says he feels freer, and he feels like he, which is I'm sure he does, and so he feels happier. And that's when he says, "Like, do you think one of about your parents?" And he's like, "Y'all, this just happened the day before." And he's like, "Well, my dad was kind of like they're not ever gonna, um, they're gonna object to." And she's like, "Why did you tell me?" And I was like, "Jenny, just Jenny, you just got divorced yesterday. Give the guy some space." Uh, he does promise her that I'm not going to let anyone t- uh, separate us. And, and then, all I can think of is, nothing's going to stop us now. I was literally about to start to sing that song. <laughs> literally, I was about to sing no, that it's song. It's hard not being together. <laughs> we really want to sing the same song for way too long, like y'all love. It's true. It's true. Uh, um, And so... um. It, well, their version would be, like, I'm so glad I found you. I'm um, so glad I need you. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say we're crazy. What do they know? What <laughs> 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 arms around us just all apart. <laughs> 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 Um, y'all, nothing's gonna stop him. And then four days later, Corona does. <laughs> okay, shout out to the editing. The way they did this was really good, oh, and it was foreboding. It was scary. I will say that Jenny and Submit's storyline has been told in such an epic fashion. Oh, very well done. For two seasons. Um, good. You know, kudos to the story editor. Who who is who's working on this beat? Because boy, we have been when we found out Summit was married, oh. everyone lost their shit. Everyone. 
Um, Except for a Sweeney, she just smoked a cigarette and was like, "Told you, fuckers, I knew it. I knew it." Mama Sweeney knew too. <laughs> when they're gonna give that girl back that money? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so it it was pretty epic. So. Now, something that we don't think about, they did probably what we should have done, but on March Locked 25th, their they sealed all the borders and everyone's staying inside. Shelter in place. And then Submit says, I'm worried because I'm diabetic and Jenny is old. And Jenny is old. <laughs> Jenny is old. <laughs> I scream laughed. <laughs> and Jenny, you just see her, they cut to her back in the camera corner and she just goes, <laughs> <laughs> At one point, she's like laying on the ground, and on Reddit says, "This is not a this is not a, a picture of people having fun. This is a life call elderly person alert." <laughs> oh, that's not nice. I do. You know, we make fun of them a lot, and we call Jenny. Probably stopped listening to us a long time ago. She because once we said chicken, Jenny, she, she probably left in tears. Yeah, she's like. I don't understand, Smith. You'll press play. And then, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just want to the fuck I don't understand. I just, I don't, nothing's going to stop us from being like, you told me. The thing um, is, I think she's a pure, beautiful person. I love her. I'd, I'd have lunch with her. Absolutely. She's absolutely gullible as a, I, she, I, I just, I, she, I, she would buy every snake oil you can sell. No. She's but falling I do for like her level marketing in the I book. I do like her a lot. So um, I don't know anyway. if I like her. I just feel sorry for her. And I feel sorry for her. Poor <laughs> sorry for her. Um, someone told us that she used to, like her job before she, I guess she was housekeeper a housekeeper in a house, resort. Housekeeper in a resort. 100% believe that. Yeah. So, so the, she's very clean. She's uh, there. She's talking a couple days later. She's talking to Christina, her daughter, and she's like, Mom, I'm freak. Mom, Christina says, Mom, I'm freaking out. And Jenny's like, We're in a red zone. Who knows I, what could happen? <laughs> I would too, because you think of India as being oh, a very yeah. overcrowded country. And it's, I, I don't know if it's calmed down, but the last I read like a month ago with India, it was on fire with COVID. Yeah. I think they did, they did well at first in March and April, kind of May. They were like, contain it. Because they were very strict about it. And then when they lacked, it's just, you guys, they're on top of each other. It's yep. like China. It's a, so it just blew huge population up. Density. Yep. So then the next month, there's this weird scene of Jenny and Samit having cabin fever playing cricket. In I, the- I thought this was cute. <laughs> I Y'all. was just like, we've been inside too long. We have been inside too long. But I thought this was cute. They were having fun. They were... They were like, I don't know. I don't. Submit gets on my nerves and he does stupid shit. But a part of me, oh God, I'm afraid to say it. Say it. I do think they're a cute couple. It's <sighs> fucking like never going to last. Sorry. It's not. Unless, they, unless they leave India, it's never going to last. It's not unless they leave India. And Submit's an idiot. But there is something in Dairy. Oh God, I'm going to get letters about that. You are. I, I just, I think it's born to fail. Uh, because yeah, they, if, if they stay in India, they're fucked. Yeah, and I submit agree with that. such a fucking mama's boy and daddy's boy, he'll never leave. That's true. Um, I think that's the show. It goes all the way to May second, and they're like, the prime minister extended the lockdown for another two weeks. Oh, yeah. so they'll have to wait it out. We don't know where India is now, but um, yeah, that, that would require is... googling. <laughs> yeah, and you know how we are about doing research. It's true. Um, that's the show. This is this shit does but but like well, you can't even 
Jesus. All right. Here is our sissy spotlight. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, this is Amanda from one of the better towns in California, San Luis Obispo. But now I live in Idaho, and I have to have Hughes Nut, which sucks. Hughes Nut is garbage. It's expensive. And then when snow gets on your satellite, you can't talk shit on Facebook until somebody goes and knocks off that snow with a broom. Anyway, I love you guys. I found your podcast because my therapist said I needed to stop listening to so much murder podcasts because it was stressing me out too much. Y'all don't stress me out as much. So thank you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, y'all. That spotlight had everything. (laughs) You know, one thing I know for sure, as Oprah says all the time, one thing I know for sure HughesNet will never want us to sponsor them on our podcast. No. Amanda says she's got HughesNet. It's not garbage. It's expensive. And when the snow gets on your satellite, you can't talk shit on Facebook until someone knocks it off with a broom. Y'all, life is hard. (laughs) That's some shit right there. I know you're going through some shit right now in your lives, y'all, but y'all could... At least you don't have HughesNet. And she lives in Idaho, as I said before, where the militias are. It's expensive. <laughs> and could, that's not Ruby offense. Ridge. <laughs> no, no offense to Idaho, but she moved from slow San Luis Obispo, which is one oh, of the I best towns in slow. the world. Oh, my God. It's a blue God. zone. It's one of the healthiest towns ever. So, girl, um, why the fuck her, did you go there? I love it that her therapist suggested she needs to stop listening to so many murder podcasts. <laughs> so she listened to us. <laughs> God, you know what? I love stories like that. Well, she would like our. Did we do that on the Gatreon or on our free podcast where we did the, the podcast about the murder? We did. Oh, that's that's Gatreon. No, it was on our free show where my gayest murder. murder. I don't like that. When we have another. When we have another. Um, uh, uh, we didn't do it when, do, we, when we need to do an uh, an extra show. We'll do well, another My Gayest Murder. My father fucked it up for us. We just <laughs> he really did. Thanks, year. Chelsea. Thanks, Chelsea. Anyway, but thanks for getting cancer and ruining thanks everything. Ruining it, y'all. He's um, doing better, by the way. He's got a little bit of a a UTI, actually a pretty big one. So we're we're shouldn't have been having ho- sex. Well, we're in the hospital trying to. Get, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, we're in the hospital trying to get rid of that. So he's pissed at me because um he doesn't want to be in the hospital anymore. But what are you gonna do? So he was what out. What are you gonna do? Him. So anyway, you got him food tonight, and he got him. You got him Taco Bell. And Taco Bell does not make double-decker tacos, nor do they make taco salads anymore. What type of Mexican... Now, okay, double-decker taco, I get it. That's something fancy. A, a, a Mexican restaurant not serving a taco salad? Come one, on. Taco Bell isn't a restaurant. Two, no one's going to order a taco salad anymore because everyone's high who goes there. Taco Bueno has a great taco salad. Well, Taco Bueno is a different restaurant. Taco Bueno is a different restaurant. Taco Bueno sponsor us. You don't go to Taco Bell unless you're in distress. Yeah. (laughs) Or really need something. It's not a place that you go to because it's a beautiful sunny day and you say, I want to ruin my colon. (laughs) No, no, you don't. You're yeah. in just you're in some type of crisis. You don't. Let's or y'all. it's or it's late at night. 
Y'all, it's time for the last part of our show. Time Sissy for Sissy shout shout out. shout-outs. Sissy shout-outs, y'all. We've got a, a Sissy shout-out to Fam Falamimin. How do you say that again? Falamimin. I can't do it with their fake name. Sala. It's Salamimin. Salamimin. Well, you should say an S because you're faking the first name. Okay, so it's... I don't know why I have to so say this every so it's fucking fam, time. Fam, lament. No, fam. Oh, fam. Fam. I hate you. Sal- I hate you. I hate doing this show with you sometimes. Sal- 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 I hate it. How do I say that last name, Poodle? I don't know. I'm not on the same... I'm not on the same website you are. Oh, Good Sal- God. Sal- Sam Salamimon. Anyway, y'all. I fucked <sighs> up that last name. Y'all, it doesn't matter. But Sam should... He he thought it was going to be good alliteration, but he better change it, y'all, because Sam Sam thinks he's in a boy band. He goes okay. to work every day. Not Salamum? Salams? Salamom? Sala Salaminman. Okay, I'm the wrong one. Spell it for me. S A L A M I M A N. Oh. Salam Salamian Salamian This is riveting Also his his address is 4721 Oakwood Avenue That's going to be in uh, Poughkeepsie Um, His blood type is O negative Salamian so socials 213 Salamian Salamian Salamanin. Dun, dun, no, dun, Salamanin. Salamanin. Dun, 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 dun. That's how I'll remember. Sam. Sam. We're ruining him. We're, no. I'm so sorry. Sam, so he's sorry. a sissy. Salamanin. He's a sissy in the squad. Yeah, we got a male sissy. We got like three of them. Not, um, and I think. Is he, he a straight male sissy? I think he's a gay one too. We got ourselves a queen. If not, Most he's going to be are. gay after seeing Joshua Proctor swing his dick in that video, in that night shirt. Ooh. Y'all, Ebenezer Scrooge something. never looked so hung in a nightshirt. That was something. Uh, I anyway. have a feeling he's a homosexual. Anyway, y'all. Oh, wait. Do I know him? Oh, God. Did you sleep with him? <laughs> You're ruining my sissy shout out. <laughs> God damn it. You fucked everything. No, never mind. Go ahead. Like Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're right. ass on a tree. <laughs> you just scratched right. an itch everywhere, and you just ruined this. <laughs> You're right. I don't, I don't think I know him. Nice. I don't think I know him. Well, it's ruined now. <laughs> Ruined. It doesn't even matter that he thinks he's in a boy band and that he goes to work every day to audition because he thinks that's where he's going to be seen. He sings songs from, he likes Motown, but he makes all the songs about girls, about guys, because he wants to be the first out gay boy bander because they're all in the closet. No, uh, Lance Bass. Not when he started in the closet. He wants oh, to be in the right. at first. And he so, wants to be like, they're all like, who's the, they're like, blah, blah, blah. He's the tough one. He's the Donnie Wahlberg. He's the cute one. He wants to be, he's the faggot. Yeah. He wants to be like, he's the fabulous. That's what he, that's what he likes to call it. The fabulous one. That's what he wants uh, to be. But people are going to read that as gay. But girls aren't going to love him because, so they will never do that. Oh yeah, they will. Think about, uh, think about, uh, um, Think about all those girls that loved that loved us at the summer camp. You're right. Maybe things are different now. Maybe but, boy banders can be gay. 
Well, and his goal, he knows that boy bands get their start in Florida. He lives in Avon Park, Florida. So he really hopes that that he can. Is that really where he lives? You should not say where he lives. Honestly. You are ruining this story. (laughs) Ruining your criticism and your negativity. And I need you to shut up. Y'all, he has You're big dreams. You're telling people in, where he lives. He has big dreams in Avon Park, Florida. He's going to eventually move to Orlando. I only think it's a couple of hours away. But y'all, uh, he cleans copy machines at FedEx. And I don't know why he thinks that's where he's going to get his big break. He keeps thinking that a celebrity is going to come in to FedEx something. So here's the deal, y'all. If you live in Avon Park, Florida, and every time you go to drop your package off, a guy sings my guy instead of my girl to you. That's Sam Salamian. You still can't say his name. Anyway, y'all. Sam Salamian. I'm done with this fucking segment. No, like maybe maybe his name is literally Salami Man. I don't know. Anyway, like that's, how it that's his sissy shout out. Y'all, you did that with such furor. <laughs> support, his, support his album. You go to, um, you go to uh, musiccloud.io. And slash have a, a Avon Park Sam. That's what he wants his 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 street name to be. I think that's what Binyam is in Music Cloud. Yeah, he's not even a SoundCloud rapper. He's just, in a Music Cloud. Just go. Everybody's left anyway. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people hate this segment. Y'all. Yeah, yeah, somebody put it on y'all. If you don't like this segment, we don't care. We do this for us. You know we have fun with this, this normally. You know, and this is y'all. I don't know if you're aware of this. We are improvisers, and this is <laughs> us being improvisers. You're like, <laughs> improvis- yeah, but yes. Um, my sissy shout out goes to <laughs> Lie Goodwin. Lie Goodwin. Lie Goodwin. Um, y'all, uh, Lie, Lie is a good girl. Um, but she L Y L Y L Y Lie Goodwin. Ty Goodwin. Goodwin. Um, her husband is hot. Can you not creep her page, please? It's really really? uncomfortable. It makes me really uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Um, so Lie has always been a good girl but not many people know this but she actually but think about her name her name is lie goodwin doesn't that sound like a country singer name she just wants to be out there on the road but she wants to be a man country singer so she makes her voice really low she it's very boys don't cry hillary swank um she wears a lot of a lot of flannel Okay. Um, her husband has no idea. Um, and uh, but she doesn't know that maybe on some days, if she wore her stage name, by the way, is uh Buford T. Pusser. They both want to be singers. How odd. Her and Sam Salamian should get together. Salami man. <laughs> Sam, I'm sorry. Um, and her 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 stage name is Buford T. Pusser. And so she gets up there in her cowboy hat and she's got her, her, she's beautiful hair. She pulls back her hair. People say, now that's a pretty boy. That's a pretty boy. I could introduce him to my, to my granddaughter. 
He's a pretty boy, that one. This and she's got a naturally low voice. And one of her and her songs start like this. It's been a long day since I've been waiting for my baby. And then we go to Florida and we're going to have a good beach vacation. <gasps> That's the title of her big hit. Um, and by hit, it's that she plays at the Missoula County Fair. Um, it's not great. No, no one really buys it, but it strangely, great. yeah, thank you for saying that. We get it. You know, it that's just, you're just saying that to her. That's just hurting her right now. Not me. I was just singing the song. But, you know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to make, if you want to make fight or lie or whatever the fuck her name is, feel bad, go right ahead. Um, she had the B side of that is um was also written at the county fair and it's like i like cotton candy i like hot dogs i like cotton candy i like funnel cakes have you seen that carney spinning that spinning that ferris wheel he looks like he's got gingivitis someone needs to tell that carney he he needs to get his teeth checked and the court goes Suey, suey, I love the fair. Suey, suey, no one's happy there. <laughs> Surprisingly, the husband isn't into it. Um, and that they, uh, however, as soon as she pulls her hair down, the husband's like, "I will totally fuck a boy singer with long hair." So now she knows that all it needs is long hair. And so he's fine with it. All right. Spoiler alert. She's playing next week at the Little Rock County Fair. And her single she's going to play there is, I don't know how to play guitar, but I can bring my phone, my hands across the strings and look like I think I can play. I, I, I can't play guitar, but I'm, I'm going to be a star. Oh, my Lord, Lordy, Lordy, take me home now. <laughs> Someone took uh, an extra dose of CBD tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's, and that's anyway, that's your shout out. That, no, that, so look for her singles. In this fucking show, y'all. <laughs> Golly. Y'all, you can go to 90daygames.com for the show. We ask you one thing, and that one thing is to give us a five-star review. And Please. Don't know right, just right. Keep going. Keep queens. going, Queens. I love we a review. So much. Um, we appreciate when you talk about us on your social medias, when you talk about us on Reddit. Uh, if you could do that for Sweet Tea as well, we would greatly appreciate it. You, you love Southern us- Charm, y'all. You'll love Sweet Tea. Plathville's coming up this week. Be sure to check it. That's at the $5 level of the Gatreon. So if you join any level of the Patreon, you're going to get the Plathville episode. So that's going to drop probably on Wednesday night. We'll see if we have a theme song or not. Fuck off. You just wrote three songs. I don't know why you couldn't. Plathville, Plathville. We're going to talk about Plathville. All right, everybody. So that's the show. Um, um, Poodle, we call these people Lonely Hearts because... Aren't we all just lonely, lonely, <laughs> sad hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you have diabetes and your wife is old, um, call, call us. us. <laughs>
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities maladies, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.